For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Do not think that I came to bring peace on the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. Matthew chapter 10, verse 34. Welcome to the Legion of Michael. Welcome, my friends. It's time for another one, episode 64. What is peace? I'm going to talk about that in a second. But first, I'm going to welcome you to the program. I'm going to thank you for being here. Whoever you are, wherever you happen to be on planet Earth, thank you very much for being here. And I'm going to remind you, you can always go to legionofmichael.com. That's right, you can go to legionofmichael.com. Sign up for the Church Security Distance Learning Program. Sign up for that. Uh, There's a little survey that you can take, and there's lots of good stuff there, so check that out. And, of course, there is a link in the show notes if you would like to support this program. If you believe that you have received value today or value in the past, or you just want to make sure that we keep on going. If you want to make sure that we keep on going, well, then you can support the show. What is peace? You're like, well, I know what peace is. It's peace when people aren't fighting. Anytime people aren't fighting or anytime there's no fighting or there's no war, there's no war, therefore there is peace. There's no fighting, therefore there is peace. Is that genuinely what peace is? Is peace a lack of conflict? Well, there's no conflict going on right now, so we're at peace or is peace the presence of victory hmm you're like well i don't know uh, do christians seek quote peace through silence and subservience do we allow a lot of people you know they're like well they they shy away from it's human nature i guess it is uh to shy away from conflict I don't want anyone to argue with me or I don't want anyone to not or to dislike me or not like me or I don't want to have to argue my point with anyone. So rather, uh, I will just remain silent or I will just go along to get along and then we will have peace. Is that really peace, though, or is that submission? You see, submission is not the same as peace. Submission is you allowing someone else to control and dominate you, but you don't fight back. Do we allow the evils of this world to dominate us in order to avoid conflict so that we can have what we believe is peace? Modern so-called churches have given themselves over to the sins of the world in order to get along. 
We have churches that endorse immorality, homosexuality. We have churches that even endorse the murder of infant children. We have people who have come out over the last two weeks or so to claim, to proclaim that they are representatives of some church. I don't know whose church they think they're representing when they come out and they say, we believe that all women should be allowed ready access to abortions. No, that's killing of children. That's killing of God's children. And the idea that someone would come out, well, we were warned, false prophets, say that they're representing a church. They're not representing a church of our holy God. They're not representing a church of Jesus Christ. I don't know whose church they think they're representing. Why do they do that? Why do churches, so-called churches, come out and endorse immorality, homosexuality? Why do they come out and endorse abortion, the murder of innocent infant children? Why do they do that? Is it to get along? Is it because they believe they're supposed to get along? That's what society has said is normal. Society has said that sodomy is normal. So we're not going to, we can't say anything against that. If we, if we do, then society will be mad. The world will be angry with us if we tell them that they're wrong or they're sinful or that they shouldn't behave like that. If we tell society that they shouldn't engage in immoral behavior and then use abortion as a quick fix to just to, well, to get rid of that inconvenient thing, to cover up the sin. We talked about that last week, covering up sin with sin, using sin to fix sin. Why are people who claim to be Christians or claim to be members of a church body, why do they, why are they so quick to get along with the world, to acquiesce to the demands of the evil world? Let's go ahead and, uh, and are we supposed to, as Christians, is it our primary duty to get along with the world. What is our primary duty? Is our primary duty to shut our mouths and go along and not bring up the sins and evils of the world so the world won't be angry with us? Is that what our job is? Are we supposed to be meek and subservient and quiet when the world beats us down, when the world screams in our face, we say, okay, you're right. You're right. Go ahead and, and engage in all the immoral and sinful behavior you want because if, if I say otherwise, well, then, then it'll start an argument and, and Christians are supposed to be peaceful people. What does that even mean? Where does it say Christians are supposed to be peaceful to the point of remaining silent and endorsing sinful behavior? Say, well, that's what Jesus said. Jesus said that that Christians are supposed to get along with everyone uh, and, and not argue and not not be seen or perceived as mean or bigoted or hateful or whatever. No, no, we have to be quiet and seek peace at all costs. Really? Is that what Christ said? Because that's not the Christ that I know, and that's not what he said with his own words. Matthew chapter 10 is an extremely valuable chapter uh, of the New Testament, of the gospel. 
But let's go ahead and go back to Matthew chapter 10. Let's start at verse 32. Therefore, everyone who confesses me before man, I will confess him before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before man, I will also deny him before my Father who is in heaven. Hmm. Do not think that I came to bring peace on the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I came to turn a man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against mother-in-law and a person's enemies will be the members of his household. The only, the one who loves, excuse me, the one who loves father and mother more than me is not worthy of me. The one who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And the one who does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. The one who has found his life will lose it, and the one who lost his life on my account will find it. Doesn't sound to me like Christ is saying, keep your mouth shut and don't do anything or say anything or behave in a way that will make anyone angry or unhappy with you. Does it say, does he say, uh, I want every Christian to be quiet and subservient and silent and peaceful. No, it doesn't say that at all. It says, for I came to turn a man against his father and a daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law and a person's enemies will be members of his own household. And you say, well, that's terrible, Paul. It's terrible. Why would I want that? You see, what man seeks is the approval of man. Man seeks the approval of other men. And what other men desire and what other men say and what other men do, then men will do that. Is that the way of our father? No, it's not. It's not the way of our father. In this verse, you could say, I will turn a man against his father, or I will turn men against other men and women against other women. You see, these churches, these so-called churches that have adopted this appeasement, they're, they're, (laughs) for those of you who are my age, they are the Neville Chamberlain of Christians. They have adopted a doctrine of appeasement. Whatever the sinful world says is cool, well, they're just going to go right along with it because they're looking for peace. You know where there is peace? There's peace in the graveyard. Graveyards are peaceful. There's no conflict there. Should we aspire to the grave? Mm, well, well, no. I don't think so, Paul. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know, and you should know, right from wrong. Good from evil. Righteousness from sinfulness. You know this. And when you pretend, when you close your eyes, when you turn away and you just allow it to happen right in front of you, 
when you allow uh, a a group of people that claim to be a church to endorse immorality, sinful behavior, sodomy. When you allow that, you're not doing your father's work. You are not a good and faithful servant. And why do you allow it? Well, if I say something, then people won't like it. Oh, is that what Christ said? Did he tell his disciples in chapter 10 in the book of Matthew, go out and spread my word amongst the villages. Go to the villages of Israel. Because if you remember in Matthew, he sent them out to Israel. He sent them out into Israel. He said, don't go the way of the Gentiles or the Samaritans. I want you to go into Israel, and I want you to bring back my lost children. That's what he told them to do, right? And then did he tell them, well, and if they don't like it, then stop spreading the word. If they don't like it, don't say it anymore. Apologize for hurting their feelings. Apologize for offending them and and go about your way. Is that what he said? (laughs) Did he tell them to go out into the villages of Israel and to spread his word? I'm going to go ahead and read. We're going to go back to chapter 10, uh, verse 5. He said, these 12 Jesus sent out after instructing them, saying, do not go on a road to Gentiles and do not enter a city of Samaritans, but rather go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those with leprosy, cast out demons, freely receive, freely you received, freely give. Do not acquire gold, silver, or copper for your money belts or a bag for your journey or even two tunics or sandals or a staff for the worker is deserving of his support and whatever city or village you enter, which is worthy in it, and stay in the house until you leave that city. As you enter the house, give your greeting. If the house is worthy, see that your blessing of peace comes upon it. But if it's not worthy, take back your blessing of peace. And whoever does not receive you nor listen to your words as you leave that house or city, shake the dust off your feet. Truly I say to you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that city. Wow. Spread the word, heal the sick, raise the dead, Cast out the demons. Now, how do you cast out demons if you are going to be silent and subservient? How do you cast out demons if you're afraid to offend? Well, I don't want to speak up. If I speak up against this behavior, then then somebody's not going to like it. If you speak out against the demons, they're not going to like it. The demons don't want to be cast out. The demons that are infecting your churches do not want to be cast out. And they will not be cast out by your silence. They will not leave your churches. They will not stop poisoning your people because you chose to remain silent because you wanted peace. You see, ladies and gentlemen, peace is not just an absence of conflict. Peace is not you shutting your mouth and letting people go about and lead their sinful behavior. 
their sinful lives, engage in sinful behavior. No, that's not what peace is. Peace is the presence of victory. Peace is what you get after victory, and you don't get victory for free. You don't get victory without effort. You see, you have to put in effort. You have to fight. You have to speak. You have to take up the, what does Christ say? He who is not worthy of me. And the one who does take up his cross and follow me is worthy. Will you take up the cross? Will you open your mouth? Will you speak against evil when you see it? Will you cast out the demons that are infecting your church? Well, Paul, you you know, Paul, it's easy for you to say, but but where I am, if if I speak out against those demons, if I try and cast the demons out of my church, then then the the, uh, other people won't like it. Oh, I'm sorry. Other people won't like it when you speak the word. Well, what does Christ say? He said, well, he said if other people aren't going to like it, then don't say it. Is that what he said? You're like, Come on, Paul. You, you know that he didn't say that. You know that he said, I did not come to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. I will turn man against his father, daughter against her mother. And persons, enemies will be of their own household or their own church. Your enemies may be in your own church because those people have chosen the ways of Satan. They have been deceived by Satan, the great deceiver. There are demons in your communities. There are demons in your households. There are demons in your churches. And if your number one goal is to seek peace and quiet, in silence to ensure that there is no conflict. That is where demons grow. You see, when I had cancer, we had to kill the cancer. We had to take active steps to remove the cancer. In order to get the cancer out of my body, I had to be extremely uncomfortable. You see, I could have just said, well, I don't want to go through that discomfort. I don't want to go through that pain. What I'm going to do is I'm going to do nothing and just wish that the cancer would go away. Wish that the demon would leave my body. I'm going to do nothing. I'm going to remain silent. I'm not going to, I don't want to go through any pain or discomfort. Just hope that everything will be better. Is that how you're going to cleanse your church? Is that how you're going to cleanse your family? Is that how you're going to cast the demons out of your community is by remaining silent and just hoping? No. There's going to be discomfort. There's going to be pain. There's going to be conflict because that's how you achieve victory. And only after victory has been achieved can you truly achieve peace. Ladies and gentlemen, peace is not an absence of conflict. Peace is the presence of victory, and victory takes effort. It's going to take effort on your part. And I'm telling you, as a member of the Legion of Michael, you need to embrace that. You need to understand it. And you need to understand that if people rail against you for the name of God, for the name of Jesus Christ, you are blessed. All right.
I'm going to go ahead and close this out. I hope that you will get the courage to cast the demons out of your families, your communities, your churches. Join me, please, in the warrior's prayer. Lord, I come before you seeking the strength and the skill to overcome my enemies. Grant me, I pray, the wisdom to recognize evil, the courage to confront it, and the strength to destroy it. In Jesus' name I pray this. Amen.